Hey Gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. Welcome to the show. Go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do and and what kind of fills your plate. Hi, I'm Oniazi. I am a physician assistant practicing in psychiatric medicine, and I'm also a motherhood and lifestyle blogger. I've been practicing for about seven years now, and I've been blogging going on, I think, 11 years now. So, yeah. That's wild. I, you know, I've been watching your journey and, and it's been an evolutionary process from, I believe, like when you were in school to finishing school, you know, getting married, motherhood. And so um, I didn't know that I knew that you were a PA, but I didn't know that you were in psychiatric. So um, that's really interesting. What at this point do you feel like um, are some of the greatest lessons, whether it's in work or you know, in your relationships, what things kind of stick out for you um, as the greatest lessons you've learned thus far? So some of the greatest, I would say in general life lessons I've learned that have brought me through everything because it's, it's, everything has been a journey. Um, Sometimes thinking it's struggle at the beginning, but realizing that those struggles had a purpose. Um, the lesson really is that there is another side to everything. You will always get to the other side, whether it's feeling like you're in a valley and feeling like things are hopeless, but knowing that no matter what, keep pushing through because there is another side and what you decide to do in that valley will tell you where you land at the end of everything. And so it's really just um, trying to push through, through whether a habit or hope to know that, okay, I'm going to get to a better place. I just have to get there. I love that. That should be on a t-shirt. The struggle has a purpose. Yeah. I think that a lot of people get. Um, kind of caught up or or defeated in the struggle and for and lose sight of that so I wonder was it kind of you that was able to remind yourself or was it um people that were close to you how who was it that reminded you or how did you be reminded that there's an end to the struggle and that it's not just for nothing that there's a reason why you have to go through that I think it's because, um, I mean, strongly for me, the foundation of it is coming from faith, but it's just the time and time again of um, going through these scary moments in life. Like, um, for one example, when after, you know, seem like I'm in a fairy tale, getting married, graduating PA school, life seems just perfect, buying a new house, and then boom um we lose our my husband loses his job we have to move I'm pregnant with my first child and and I'm trying to figure out where I'm supposed to be in life and and that was that was kind of scary because it nothing was what I expected it to be and I didn't know how I was going to create this relationship with this child but also you know have to be the you know the breadwinner essentially for a, a while and then realizing that struggle helped me get through one um having another child and and knowing that I needed to take care of my mental health to not be where I was when I had my first and then two in this present day and age going through that 
made me have no fear about what's going on right now because I know that I will be okay out of, you know, all of the COVID and the economy and everything. It's like, okay, you've been through, you've been through something like this before. You've been through scary and you know that it's going to be okay. You just have to make sure you take care of your mental. You keep pushing through no matter what happens. There's always an option. There's always a way that either you or your family can, can be, you know, your safety net. So, so it's like that scary experience from the beginning of my real adulthood, I I like to say, lets me know that no matter what is going to happen, it's going to be okay. As long as you're together, as long as you like fight together, it's going to be fine. Yeah. You mentioned, you know, everything seemed like it was going well, kind of like in a fairy tale. And, and I feel like a lot of the time you feel like the rug gets pulled from right underneath you, you know? Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and that's, that's the scariest time because you're thinking, oh, this will never get worse. This will never change. I'm just going to keep going up and up and up. But it's, you've got to prepare because what I like to tell my patients is that, you know what? You know that life is a journey. You know that there will be ups and downs because there has been already. But also remember that you've already gone through them and gotten through them. You have made it through and it will get better it's just that you have to go through this valley and it's going to be okay that's what you have to remind yourself is that no matter what it's going to be okay yeah I think that's significant because when you're in a valley the valley would have you think right if we're talking about mental health anxiety or depression or whatever would have you think that it's the end of the world you know and being able to separate the present experience from the larger picture um, which is the journey of your life and if you've made it to a certain point it's because of certain things you know and and it's much easier said than done right (laughs) but how do we have a process to kind of force us to to remember those things and you mentioned having been through certain scary times or experiences that then in hindsight you can use as your fuel to get through the future things that occur, you know, so you can think back, yes. like, okay, you know, I, I had this, you know, life experience, but I got through it somehow. What did I do? And pulling your own resources um, so that you can make it out on the other side, you know? Yes. Yes, exactly. I love that. So then at this point, it sounds like you've experienced, you know, some of life's challenges and you talked about adulthood, maybe being like in phases. That's why I see it as mm-hmm. at this point, you know, there's like, I don't know, early adulthood or, you know, yeah. <laughs> adulthood, and then, and then it continues to evolve. But at this point, what is, what are some of the things that bring you the most joy? Mm, the most joy is honestly being able to do nothing sometimes, um, being in love with someone that I feel like I can be my ugliest with essentially like I don't have to try to be anything else in front of my husband because he just accepts and loves me for everything that I am and everything that I am not and then you know my kids you know just seeing just seeing them and realizing why your parents love you so much or you know why they were just so overprotective it's like oh I get it now so yeah Y'all are so cute. Your whole family is so cute. (laughs) Thank you. If y'all aren't following her on Instagram, you need to. The link will be in the show notes. But, you know, I think that people, and I don't know if you've had this experience, but I wonder, you know, I think that people maybe look sometimes, especially with social media, and we're talking about mental health, 
at look at people that that appear to be doing really well and it's not that mm. you aren't or that people aren't doing really well but we make judgments based on the the slices that we see of people's lives yeah. and yeah. we and we assume sometimes that it was easy or effortless to, for them to get to that place and kind of disregard all of the hard work and the time and the lost sleep and the, the struggle that they go through to get to where they're at. So I don't know if you've had that experience, but I just wonder, you know what I mean? Cause I'm like, Oh, your page is so nice and your family's so cute. But I'm like, on the other side of that, there's, there's sleepless nights, you know, and there's, yes. there's and, there. <laughs> and I've been through that personally. Like I will, it's funny because someone will tell me what they like about my, you know, platform or my account, but then I can't even take the time to appreciate and enjoy that. Or now I can, but previously I used to be like, no, I'm not good enough because there's these other people that are better and having, you know, greater lives and they look amazing and they're able to do this, that, that I'm not able to do. And so I had to learn that from my own mental health. I had to put away and not look at, um, even mute people that I would get any kind of, uh, jealousy about anybody that made me feel bad about myself, anybody that came off too perfect, essentially, because just for, because everyone's different. Some people can look at that and it inspires them alone. And that's perfect. And that's what some people would do for me is I could be inspired. But then there were some people that I just felt lesser than. And and it's not anything to them. It's just, it's a reflection of my own self. Like, okay, I know what I can handle and I can handle somebody being really real. And, you know, even if they are able to do so much and process, you know, life and, and create all of this, it's great. But as long as they make me feel like, it's okay not to be perfect, then I can keep like looking at whatever they're giving me. But if they make me feel bad because they never seem like they make any misstep, then I, I can't. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. You know, the, the pages that I love the most and the people in the world that I love the most share all of, share everything. And yeah. so there's one person that she does yoga and she show, she will show the videos of where she's doing a yoga pose and falls out of it. You know what I mean? And yeah. then all the, there's other pictures of where it's, she's accomplished it or whatever. But I think that we need that genuine um, experience of a person. Cause really none of us is perfect at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, and what you're mentioning kind of is reminding me about how, ne how necessary mental hygiene is, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. how little we actually talk about mental hygiene. We know like, um, sleep hygiene, we know, you know, like personal care hygiene and things like that. Yeah. But how often do we talk about mental hygiene yeah. and how to continue to have a process of reevaluating, you know, what's helping us to progress and grow and protect our minds and what's getting in the way. And so what you exactly. were saying sounds like you were, you know, you, you got to a point where you could, your, your awareness was keen enough to see what was affecting your mental and then yes. you could do something about it, you know? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I also think that society sometimes would have us think, or maybe we're, we come up with, with these notions that there's things outside of ourselves that we need to be happy and have joy. And, you know, mm -hmm. when I ask you the question, it didn't come down to, oh, well, I get to, you know, do fancy things or, mm -hmm. you know, anything outside of just your relationships. And to me, at the end of the day, relationships are the things that are going to make or break 
our experience in life. Yes, yes. That's what I learned during that the, that crazy initial storm of life where the only thing that truly mattered at the end of the day was that we were together, that, you know, my kids were okay and we were together. That's all that I needed. So, you know, in this crazy uncertain time, I'm literally like, as long as I can be in the house with my husband and kids, I'm perfectly fine. I will, you know, keep, keep pushing. Yeah. I think that's something that we all have to kind of remind ourselves of, um, you know, with everything going on and it's not to downplay people's difficult experiences right now or ever, but really kind of getting honest with ourselves about what, what actually matters, you know? Yes. 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 So then um, maybe in, it might be between your work or maybe it's, you know, the blogging and the social media platform. What to you seems like the biggest issue for people? Like what, what messes with people's mental health the most that you see? Mm, that varies. It really varies from like, um, demographic mm-hmm. since a lot of my people are mothers it's it's the fear of not either being a good mother or something happening to your children um and just trying to 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 keep up with okay I want to still be myself but I no longer know who that is and so they kind of you know people kind of struggle with that either causing depression because they they feel so um they feel like they cannot do anything away from their children, essentially. Like, I have to be a committed, you know, indentured servant to my child, and I can't live my own life separately, causing, you know, different anxieties from that alone. But then there's other people who are just um, having a lot of anxiety from trying to figure out who they are, where they need to be in life. But then I feel like at the end of the day, we have to just be adaptable to wherever we are. Like, you know, um, I'm like, hey, if I wasn't a PA, I could totally be something else because I just will have to adapt and have to move forward. Like life can change and I one day, oh, something happens, I can't be a PA anymore. Okay, then I just keep going in a different direction. You don't have to be defined by your title or committed to whatever you choose at one point. That's honestly why I became a PA because I didn't want to, have to commit to one specialty because when I got into it I started in orthopedics and was working in the ER and thought that that fast-paced life was what I needed and wanted I was going for it and now it is so funny because I had no interest in psych but now I know that God had set me in this path for a reason I know that right now I am meant to be um practicing medicine and psych and I have no interest at all in doing or practicing in the specialties I I previously practiced in so I feel like you really have to just be open to experiencing whatever life brings your way and just adapting to it and not feeling like you have to define yourself at any point in time like literally you can restart life at 40 and and find a whole new career if you have to so so yeah yeah you're you're kind of reminding me of one of my favorite quotes Um, that I kind of milk and always tell my clients is comparison is the thief of joy Mm -hmm. and how it can be comparison to another person. It could be comparison to. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. My toddler is crying and he's about to bust in here. Hold on. Go see it. He heard the wind and it scared him. Hold on a second. (laughs) 
back. Sorry, sorry. No, 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 you're good. I can just cut it and keep going. Um, yeah, so what you were saying reminds me of that saying, comparison is the thief of joy and, and how it doesn't even have to be that you're comparing yourself to some another person or their lifestyle, but you could also be comparing yourself to a previous version of yourself mm-hmm. or, or the version of yourself that you are not yet yes. embodying. And so I think that that's really important that we, like you said, are flexible enough to know where we want to go and know where we've been, but live in the moment that we're in at the time, because that's what it is at the end of the day, you know? Nice. Um, and so how necessary it is to be to cultivate flexibility um, and ease of understanding that the only thing that's constant is change. So yes. people can, there's no such thing as job security, you know? So people exactly. change, like you can, um, if you're too identified with the things that you do, then that's why you're going to have trouble when something changes because then you lose your identity is mm-hmm. what it sounds like a little bit. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So that, that also reminds me of a lot of the listeners and a lot of the questions that I kind of get are, are surfaced around, you know, being stuck, um, feeling defeated or lost. And you've mentioned a little bit about that with, you know, your, the early adulthood experiences, Mm -hmm. but have you ever felt stuck or lost other than those times? And how is it that you were able to handle it? Um, I feel like up until freshman year in college, I was stuck and lost. <laughs> just growing up, I just <clears throat> never really could figure out who I was. Being a first generation um, Nigerian American, I Girl. could not find like I could not find a group to fit into. I couldn't find anybody to relate to. I felt literally by myself until I went to college and happened to really find other Nigerian American females that were open to be they I'm to this day I'm shocked because I literally had anger issues and I I am just happy that they were open to being patient with me to being kind to being real with me telling me about myself but still loving me and so I just have to shout out to my my best friends for just being there for me all these years and seeing me grow and adapt and change. And so, yeah, I was very lost and I won't say necessarily that they're what helped me find myself, but they um, just at that time being able to get closer to God also during that time frame um, in a way that I had never had before. I wasn't really open to relationship with God or, or to hearing anybody tell me about myself. And then suddenly all of that happened kind of at once. And I was like, wow, okay, I'm not as lost and I'm growing and I just continue to grow over time and decades now. So, so yeah. Listen, a good friend is going to tell you about yourself. Yes. Yes. So, so it sounds like you had some good friends that were honest and kind to you. Um, Sometimes I think kindness and niceness are two different things and people seek to be nice all the time and sometimes you need to be kind which is being real with them and being direct yes oh my gosh that is exact like I don't need someone to just like oh yeah just be like an okay yes person and just you know not really tell you how they feel or what you're doing wrong I love now I love when someone can tell me about myself in a loving way like in a respectful hey 
that wasn't right or this is you know what you should do instead you know yeah you you're you're making me feel like i'm gonna have to uh swindle you into starting a separate podcast (laughs) third culture queens i don't know i'm from uganda but the same it's the same experience of just not fitting not feeling like you fit in anywhere and just lost like there's really no there's not very many ways to explain it you just feel Mm -hmm. out of place and so it is really challenging that's a whole another podcast episode in and of itself Uh, (laughs) or a whole a whole show in and of itself it could yeah um but i love that you mentioned that and i think that a lot of people you know have a tendency to have that experience either early on they feel lost and find themselves or early on they feel like they knew themselves and then they you know the rug gets pulled out from underneath them and they don't know who they are and then they feel lost but um, I love that you dug into your support system and that you had one that could hold space for you and you know Mm -hmm. leaning into your faith is is really important too yeah so at this point what keeps you going what what excites you and makes you motivated to show up to work or you know um produce content oh man all this for a different reason I guess what partly when you said that what excites me is that I I never planned for any of this but I'm excited I've accomplished the things that I didn't even plan for (laughs) I just kept going and was like I think I can do that I'm gonna try and so whether it was getting into Delta, getting into PA school, like any of it, like, and I was even, let's say, I, cause I like to refer back that I was never the girl that dreamed about her wedding or getting married. Like that wasn't even something I was thinking about. It was just, Hey, whatever happens, happens. I was at first the type of person that just, Oh, I wanted approval from a guy. And then I decided, uh, I don't even care what any guys think about or care about me. I'm just going to get into PA school. And then all of a sudden my husband came along when I no longer was trying to prove myself to anybody. So it's just at this point, I'm just like, Hey, I want to see what else I can accomplish in life, you know? And, and then with blogging, what drives me there is that I never looked at myself as someone creative or capable of creating. And so it's been, um, it's been something that has on one hand been a release and helped me get through postpartum depression. But then on the other hand, it's more of um, a creative outlet, but also a job now. So it's like, you know, different things are driving me in each area, honestly. Yeah. It sounds like it keeps you on your toes, which is um, always a fun thing. And that's the best place to kind of I don't know if I want to say manifest, but that's the best place to think of cool things that you want to do and then actually happen. You know, when you release the pressure on something is usually when it becomes easier, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then what would be your, if you know, you had to tell someone one thing to help them to live a more fulfilling, satisfying life, what would Mm -hmm. that one thing be? It is not your business what anybody else thinks about you. Say it again. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's helped motivate me from um, when my transition from, I guess, high school to college, when I I I used to be very self-conscious and that would hinder everything. My anxiety was just rooted in what people would think of me. And then one day I just decided, you know what? I don't care. As long as God loves me, I really don't care what anybody thinks. I'm just going to do me and what makes me happy. And not in any kind of like self-righteous trying to, you know, please the 
flesh type of way, but just I'm going to do what makes me happy. And if I make mistakes, I don't mind what anyone's saying because that's not my business. It's not my business to, to know what they're saying or, or care about what they're saying about me. If they don't love me, if they're not part of my family, then it's not my business. I love that. That is, that's, I think everyone needs to remind themselves of that every now and then, if not on a regular basis, um, because we have a tendency to get caught up in it. But I really do appreciate you taking some time in your busy schedule with your kids and, you know, your life to, to drop some gems for us and encourage everyone that's listening. I know that someone needed to hear what you said today. And that's kind of why I love having other people come on the show. Cause I don't think I have all the answers, you know, but I think that if as many people as possible can share their stories and their experiences and the resources that help them to kind of get to where they're at, then the better off we all are. So I do want to appreciate you and express my gratitude again. Um, And we'll make sure that all of your information is in the show notes so that we can support you. Um, Some people are auditory learners. So where can we find you? Where are you most active? I'm most active on my Instagram, Sincerely Oni, and my TikTok, Sincerely Oni. I'm like obsessed with TikTok right now. I've been using it as a coping mechanism. So definitely follow me there. My blog, of course, Sincerely Oni. And if you're in Texas, I um, am a psychiatric medication uh, prescriber. So if you need help, I'm here. Yeah, I love your TikTok video. And you're like, wait till the end. I had to go watch it twice. It was so funny. So definitely, we will make sure to support you. We'll follow you and um, engage with everything that you're doing because it's it's really good stuff. So um, yeah, we'll make sure that happens. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. This has been so fun. All right. We'll talk to you next time, Gems. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, you have a few options. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, and you'll be notified as new episodes are uploaded. You can also leave a review or send me your feedback. Doing so helps me to create content that's relevant to what you want to hear about. And last, you can share the podcast with a friend. Whether it's directly or sharing it on your social media, it helps them to know that you think that this is information that they need to hear about. Thank you. Thank you.